You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, it's day six of 21 Days of Prayer, and I hope you'll join us at an Eastside campus this weekend, whether it's in Las Vegas, Park Rapids, Anaheim, Bellflower, Redlands, or online. I'm going to teach about the meaning and mystery of the very identity of God, the Trinity. Now, over the past few days, we've been talking about how we can abuse the power of prayer for our own personal agendas instead of God's agendas. So the Lord's Prayer helps keep us on track. And the first two components of God-honoring prayer that we've already looked at include a time of worship, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name, worship, and submission, your kingdom come, your will be done in me on earth as it is in heaven. A third component of God-honoring prayer is the component of provision. This, This is where you pray for the needs in your life. God wants you to pray for the needs in your life. And say, God, give us today our daily bread. Now notice, Jesus didn't say, give us our daily all-you-can-eat buffet. He said, give us our daily bread. And I think that's intentional because it's very easy when you have access to divine power to get needs and wants or needs and luxuries all mixed up. And I think that's especially true in affluent cultures like ours where we start feeling ripped off if we don't have what we see in the lifestyles, you know, of the the bougie class. Many of you know, I used to live in Vegas and uh, someone asked me one day when I lived there, Gene, do you know what the difference is between praying in church and praying in a casino? Well, I bet. And I said, no, what is it? They said, praying in a casino, you really mean it. Friends, God says, look, I want you to turn to me and ask me for the necessary provisions that you need to lead God-honoring lives. But make sure you're praying for bread and not buffets because buffets can have a destructive effect on your life. Another thing needed for balanced praying according to this model prayer from Jesus found in Matthew 6 is the confession component. And this may be the hardest part for many of us to include in our prayers because probably the two hardest words in the English language to say are I'm sorry. But Jesus said when you pray, there there ought to be a confession component where you say, God, forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. God, forgive me for mismanaging my finances and trying to make myself happy with things when when only you can fill that hole in my heart. God, uh, forgive me for trying to drive our daughter to you rather than then allow her to be drawn by the incredible love for you that you have for her. God, forgive me for the problems that I bring to this marriage. Friends, can I ask you today, when was the last time you just said, God, before I do anything else in this prayer, before I go any further, I just want to list my foul-ups in the last 24 hours, in the last week, the harsh words I've said, the things I've thought about that don't honor you, that don't reflect the love I ought to have for people the exaggerations, the lies, the cruelty. I want to confess those sins so I can receive your grace and be restored. Friends, after we've received a fresh experience of God's grace, we tend to treat others with grace and we forgive our debtors. Let's pray. And could I ask you to just take a moment right now and just confess your sins to God? Maybe as you think over the last day, the last few days, weeks, weeks, 
you know, just say, God, forgive me. And help me to forgive others as I've received grace from you. Thank you for your amazing grace through a bloodstained cross made possible because of an empty tomb. I pray today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, live with the awareness of God's grace and forgiveness today. It's so freeing.